Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. If you're not feeling too entitled today, could you hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Beautiful Flower Pot. Coming early doesn't allow you to jump the line. My child had an orthodontist appointment at 9am. When we were walking in, a father and son were walking ahead of us into the office, so they checked in before us. We checked in, we were a few minutes before our appointment time. A few minutes later, my child was called back and this father got angry. How dare they let someone who came in after them go back first? The office staff member shut him down by pointing out that their appointment was for 9.15 with Cassie and our appointment was at 9 with Bonnie. That did not calm him down at all. He spent the rest of the time I was there muttering and talking to someone on their phone about how awful this office is and how they don't know what they're doing. It was funny, but I felt bad for the kid and for the staff who had to deal with this guy. Honestly, this isn't really relevant to the story, but have you ever had these appointments where they ask you to come in early, maybe 15, 30 minutes? And it seems like every time without fail, you still end up waiting the entire time to your appointment time. Like whether you came in early or you came in right at your appointment time, it wouldn't have made a difference. Let me know if you guys have experienced that too down in the comments below. Our next story is by Purple Respect. Entitled parents say their vacation is more important than my doctor's orders. This happened 8 years ago when I was pregnant with my oldest child. The entitled parents in the story are mine. At the time, they were also my employers. My husband accepted his dream internship in another state between his junior and senior years of college and didn't want to leave me alone with a complicated rainbow pregnancy. We had previously miscarried while temporarily staying with my parents the summer before. That's important later. I was about five months along when his internship started and I already had several ER trips and major complications due to HG. That's the kind of morning sickness that lasts all day every day for the entire pregnancy as in non-stop puking resulting in extreme weight loss and severe dehydration. There were times simply looking at a certain food or shifting my position in my seat caused me to throw up uncontrollably. If you know, you know. It sucks. For various reasons, me going with my husband wasn't an option, but I couldn't be left alone in my condition. After exploring several options, the only viable one for me was to move in with my parents during the summer until he finished the internship, which was also when my due date was. Then we would both move back to where the university was, about 5 hours from my parents, in order for him to finish his final year. Looking back, I still don't know why we ever thought it would be a good idea. At the time, I would have described my parents as overbearing and self-centered, but 8 years later, I can confidently say they are toxic narcs with undiagnosed personality disorders. Living with them was a nightmare, but it was only temporary and I figured staying with someone who could help me get to my appointments or drive me to the ER was best for my baby. My parents owned a small construction company and I'd previously worked on and off in the front office doing administrative assistant work for several years. Everything from running payroll to filing reports with the state, picking up and delivering plans and materials, paying bills, sending bills, managing the schedules, keeping the books balanced, and keeping the entire office organized. All of these tasks were combined into a single underpaid position that they could never seem to keep filled. Gee, I wonder why. 
It was how I made money during the summers and between semesters at college, but I hated it. I knew how to do all these things because when I was 16, I helped my parents as they started the company by themselves and my dad was the only laborer. When they were left shorthanded, the manipulation and guilt would pull me back to help them temporarily until they could get someone competent and loyal to fill the position. When the story took place, the company had been running for nearly 8 years and had about 12 employees, almost all of them laborers and somehow related to us, because relatives are the easiest to exploit in underpaid jobs, right? And they still only had one person doing all the office work. If they didn't have an employee filling that position, it would fall to my mom. And she never wanted to do any of this in the first place. The company was my dad's idea, so they wanted to keep her out of the office as much as possible. I could probably fill an entire subreddit with stories of how they exploited and stole from family members and employees in this company. The timing of when I moved in with my parents happened to coincide with when their most recent assistant quit, and also when I just found a medication that made my constant nausea manageable. They needed someone to fill the position, and I offered to help out for a couple of months so that they could find the right person and actually spend more than a couple of days training them before expecting them to be able to handle everything properly. The idea was that by the time I had my baby at the end of the summer, the permanent replacement would be fully trained and up to speed on everything. Also, I could make a little bonus money to help cover costs of having my first baby, so it seemed like a win-win, even if I hated the job. make a long story short, my parents procrastinated finding a permanent employee to fill the position, making it almost impossible for me to take a step back from work as my pregnancy progressed. Additionally, at home they treated me like a teenager, I was 24, and gave me a chore list and certain nights of the week I was expected to prepare dinner. They weren't charging me rent, so I figured I shouldn't complain. They also snapped at me for the amount of food I ate. I helped buy groceries. Also, I was pregnant and trying to recover from spending the last 5 months of not being able to keep food down. The worst was that they felt entitled to give me all the unsolicited parenting and pregnancy advice, including anti-vax and pseudoscience arguments, and my dad even demanded that I let him touch my stomach to feel the baby move. I was overstressed with being surrounded by my toxic parents at both work and at home on top of trying to keep my baby healthy and missing my husband. I became horribly depressed and started having really bad PTSD for my miscarriage that had happened almost exactly a year prior in the exact same place. Within four weeks of moving in with them, I started having preterm labor problems and was in a considerable amount of pain. I was instructed by my doctor to be on work rest and had to get progesterone shots regularly. But because my parents didn't have anyone else to run the office yet, they bullied me into continuing my work but just doing it remotely from home. They made it clear that they still expected me to pull my weight at home with chores and meals and that once my doctor cleared me to go back to work that I was needed back in the office. I felt trapped because I had nowhere else to go and the guilt was overwhelming because whenever they were home, they constantly talked about all the problems happening at work because I wasn't there to run the office. My health problems continued and after two more weeks, they decided they had better actually advertise the position and start looking for a permanent replacement. All of this leading up to a 10 day vacation to New York they'd been planning for themselves. The week before they left for their vacation, my doctor told me I had to be on bed rest, and if my family wouldn't respect that, I would need to find a new place to live. 
He's been my doctor for years and understands all the details of the situation. So after my appointment, I called my dad to let him know that I was putting my foot down and refusing to work at all anymore at the office or at home as per my doctor's orders. But when he answered the phone, he says, OP, guess what? We went through all the applications from last week and found one we like. We interviewed her and she'll be starting on Friday. So we need you to prepare some instructional documents for her to reference for once you have the baby. And we need you to come in and train her during the next week while we're gone. When we get back from our vacation, you can be done working. He said all this like I should be excited that they didn't even post the position until six weeks after I started working and that they were just now getting around to hiring someone. Like I should be glad I was finally getting to stop working almost a month after my doctor told me to stop. I took a deep breath and explained that I couldn't work anymore and that I couldn't come in and train her, that I was sorry but I couldn't help them anymore. He got really agitated and started telling me I was putting them in an impossible situation because they need to go on their vacation and couldn't train the replacement. And he didn't understand why I couldn't just push through the next week until they got back. I suggested that when she came in on Friday, they train her themselves on the most basic things that needed to be done, still catch their flight the next day as planned, and just put any tasks that needed absolute accuracy on hold until they returned. He answered that they couldn't possibly do any training on Friday because we need to pack for our vacation. We've been planning this trip for months, and if we have to train her, we won't be ready for it. Basically, I needed to go in and do it. I'm frustrated at this point. I've been ordered to be on bed rest. To which he replies, well, what does that mean? So I say that I need to be in bed. And because he's such an understanding and caring father, he replies, okay, we can make that work. I'll put a cot in the office and you can lay down on it while you explain things and train her. And that was the last straw. I told him I'd be spending the night at my sister-in-law's house and hung up the phone. She had driven me to the doctor's and was still with me, and when I told her what my dad said, she immediately offered to take me in and let me live with her until my husband finished his internship. Knowing full well that I would be having the baby while staying with her, and that she and her family would be helping me care for a newborn. She's an angel, and I don't know how I would have survived this without her. My husband got permission to work remotely for the next week, and drove back home that night and moved me into my sister's house. She and her family cared for me and actually let me be on bed rest. They set up a room for me and made everything as accommodating as possible and never asked for anything in return. I 100% believe the only reason my baby was born at a healthy gestation age is because of their care to bring my stress down and keep me well fed. My parents were furious and accused me of lying to them and stabbing them in the back. They went on my social media and left comments about how hateful I am to those who have sacrificed the most for me and how horrible and selfish I am. On the day they came home from their vacation, yes they still went, no I don't know how they made it work, I was in the hospital with more complications and trying really hard not to have my baby early. The hospital's a couple minutes from the airport and my sister called my mom as soon as their flight landed to just let her know we were there so that if something happened with me or the baby, they couldn't claim I maliciously withheld information as more reason to hate on me. But apparently my mom thought this was an invitation to care about me, and she immediately shut it down. She says, well I'm sorry, but we've been gone for the last 10 days with an undertrained employee in the front office, and there are things I need to take care of that can't wait. And she hung up. When I actually did have my baby a few weeks later, 
they didn't come to the hospital because we have too much work at the office. You know, priorities. Needless to say, I've since cut them out of my life. Good on OP for getting out of that toxic situation and cutting them out of their lives. It's obviously a very difficult thing because they're your parents. You want them to love you. You want to have a relationship with them. But if you're going through that kind of a process with your baby not feeling well and they're going to treat you like that and then act like you stabbed them in the back for trying to look out for yourself and your baby, then obviously, sadly, they're not worth your time. And our final story of the day is by McKay McKay, entitled Mother Demands Free Metro Ride. So I'm a Polish student in Warsaw, and the subway slash metro, whatever you call it in English, is now free for Ukrainians as many other things, which is good in my opinion. There were already many cases of people saying they're Ukrainian to get a free ride, and today I saw this mother with her around 10-year-old kid. They both entered through the gate for Ukrainians, the guy checking them wasn't there so he was probably on a break. When they went down to the station, I eavesdropped on them a bit. Entitled mother kneeled to her son, took a phone, and played some Ukrainian Google translator noises, then said in Polish, of course, Remember, you need to repeat it if someone asks you from where you are, I'll do the rest. Then, when the train arrived, and we both went the same way to the center, there was a ticket control. Entitled mother acted all chill at first, but then the ticket control dude asked other passengers for Ukrainian proof. Probably ID or special ticket. Entitled mother started to panic a bit and wanted to leave the train on the next station, but then the other ticket control dude asked her and her son for tickets. Poor kid started talking random words, he probably didn't remember what he had to say. An entitled mother tried to say in forced, broken Polish that she doesn't understand. The ticket checker told them to leave the train. It was my stop so I left it too and stayed to see the situation. He asked them to show the Ukrainian tickets, but of course, they didn't have one. Entitled mother started to look in her bag while shaking. The ticket checker probably knew what the entitled mother's doing, and he said to the entitled mother to stop looking for it and that she'll get fined for riding without a ticket, and it's better for her to just stop acting. Entitled mother grabbed her kid and started leaving fast, but ticket checker dude stopped her and asked for her ID so he'll fine her. Entitled mother started her Karen screeching and said that it's not fair that these people can ride for free while hardworking Polish people have to pay. I left the station because nothing more was happening except regular procedures. As someone who got fined recently for not having a ticket, I left it at home. She probably had to pay around 150 Poland zloty. For anybody out there that's curious, 150 Poland zloty is about 35 United States dollars. Hopefully at some point this Karen realizes how disgusting it is what they're doing. Like hopefully they go turn the news on, see what's happening to the Ukrainian people, and realize how freaked up it is to pretend to be one of these people that are fleeing their country that's getting besieged. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all three of these stories that I've read for you today, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.